All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Three Board Guys podcast. Today on the show, we have one of the Three Board Guys. Damien is joining us today to introduce himself, let you guys kind of get to know him. We're not going to really talk about anything in particular, but uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you like what you hear and want to check us out on social media or whatever, all you got to do is go to the number threeboardguys.com and it's got links to everything you need. And you can email us at the number threeboardguysentertainment at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Okay. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, I'm on the other side of the table this time. So yeah, I got the king's chair. This is different. It, it is a nice freaking chair. It well, is you're, you amazing. are the admiral. Yes. You know? oh, I'm going to mute my mic for just a second so I can move this. Okay. I have to come in and, you know, change everything about what you're doing. So. No, it's totally fine. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, all I am is a face and a personality, so... Well, that's that's why you are the leader of the three board guys. You well, you are the face. I don't know. There's going to be... Soon we're going to have, like, several board guys being involved. There's way yes. too much to do. Yes. I'm just, like, tired. Uh, <laughs> I sit over here at night, like, trying to figure stuff out. But, all right, well, obviously we got Damien today. Hi. Uh, what's up? <laughs> you gotta go to work soon. Yes. Uh, I just had to shower. I got done working pigs. Yeah, I'm a pig farmer on the side, believe it or not. Well, not really. I have some pigs that... There's the meat crisis, man. There's a crisis going on. There is. You're about to actually farm them for the first time, so you become a pig farmer. Yeah, that's so. right. That, yeah, I had to... I slipped in pig shit, and I fell. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, growing pains, man. Yeah, growing pains. I had to shower. <laughs> Well, well, here's what happened. I got in there. Well, here's I'll tell you the whole story, the whole thing. I don't have my own stock trailer, so I had to go borrow one from my cousin. And uh, I stopped to get diesel, and this I'm filling up, and this old lady <laughs> comes walking up to me, and she's just staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck? And so she's got her mask on and everything, and uh, she's like, um, I wanted to know if you could uh, pop my hood for me. Oh, God. And I was like... Fucking sure. All right. So I go over there to her minivan and I, I help her get her hood open. And she's got the stick thing that keeps it propped up. And she's like, well, I can't get it to start. So I'm just going to hit this thing. And there's like these battery posts, like where you charge, right. the, charge the car. that are like now connected to the firewall because the way cars are built. Right. And she starts like just beating on the battery <laughs> post with the prop thing while I'm holding the hood open for her. And I'm like, what is going on? She's like, I can't get it to start. And I'm like, I'll jump your car for you. Like, what, what are you doing? And so I took the stick from her and, you know, got her car started. I went over there and jump-started her car and then she pulls out some money and it's like literally five one dollar bills like <laughs> folded in half and she starts like <laughs> counting out counts out three dollars <laughs> she's, like, she's like thank you so much and i was like i don't want your money thank you though i really appreciate it she said well my nephew lives in iowa and i don't have anyone to call but a tow truck and so here's some money and i'm like first of all that's way less than a tow truck and also <laughs> also i don't want your three dollars so you just keep that and have a, a blessed day five singles yeah it's five singles tips were bad at the strip club yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god so anyway i go up there i get the trailer i come back and i i get in and you know i got five pigs and i bought them as like tiny little piglets maybe five pounds a piece back in may and now they're all over 200 pounds and they think like pigs are super fucking dangerous like if you don't know that 
like they're supposedly they're like cousins to bears or whatever and every real pig farmer i've ever met so i'm excluding myself from that because <laughs> this is literally the second time i've had pigs in my life and like every pig farmer i've ever met is missing like a hand or fingers or some some appendage is gone because like a pig will just tear them off like so anyway i get in there and they're like hey man what's up they come walking over to me and they're like you know grunting and stuff and i was like oh okay you know and i start petting uh the big one the big ringleader he's a massive pig his name is chris p bacon and uh uh yeah, I got Chris P. Bacon, Kevin Bacon, Gator, Runt, and and my son named the female Tilly. I don't know why. But anyway, he comes over, and he's really friendly, so I start scratching him. But then he's, like, looking at me like, where's the food? Like, where is it? And then he, like, kind of turns and, like, snaps at my hand, and I was like, nope, fuck this. And I took off running, <laughs> and I slipped, and I fell. <laughs> I slipped in, like, a pile of runny pig shit, and I fell. And <laughs> and I'm like cover now I'm fucking covering pig shit like stick my hands out to catch my fall I sink into the into the bog the Dagobah that is the the pig trough thing or sty pig sty not a trough that's what you feed them in and I jump over the fence so then I have to like corral them in get them in this uh, I just I did wash my hands before I rubbed my eye just now that's, so that's ho- good hopefully that's I don't good. get fucking yeah. pink eye yeah. or worms or something but anyway I got I got them in the corral and got everything taken care of but yeah. That was that. It was an eventful morning, especially the old lady who tried to pay me inexplicably. Like, I felt cheap, honestly. You could tell she was from the old school, because you know yeah. back then if it doesn't work, you just beat on it with something yeah. for a while, and then it, it'll work again. Yeah, it was crazy. And then like the other thing was, so she has her mask on. She's out like pumping her own gas, right? And obviously socially distanced because they're all over six feet apart or whatever. But Clearly. then. She so she has on this mask. She walks up to me and then takes it down and starts talking to me <laughs> and then completely takes it off. Like when she tries to pay me, and I'm like, if I had COVID right now, you're you, dead. You're dead in two weeks. <laughs> like you're not gonna make it. I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. You're not. But, get, you're yeah. not getting the Trump drugs, man. You're, yeah. No. No. no <laughs> you're going to no. the nursing home. No. And you're dead. It's only what the. It's only the fifteenth. The election infection will not end for at least another twenty <laughs> days or so. So yeah. you're pretty much gone, lady. Unless Trump wins, then it's gonna keep going. Then it just goes on because yeah. they're like, this is his fault. <laughs> we got to get him out. Uh, I don't know. We we don't pick sides on on the podcast. We just make fun of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> so. as you heard probably in the Alien podcast. If yes, you're an avid yes. listener, all five of you. I have been an avid listener, so there's four others. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> one of them's the other board guy, Leon. Yes, Leon. Um, yes, yeah. I, sh- I should have apologized before I even started talking. I'm not British, yeah. so you won't get the same satisfaction <laughs> from my interviews that you do from from. Chocolate Thunder, who, yeah, who is chocolate? Yes, thunder. His, listening to him is like chocolate butter. You don't yeah. really know what you're ingesting, but it's fantastic. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, what makes me sad is that, like, I know deep down inside you, this is a crazy, terrible, like, white trash, uh, redneck accent because you're from like the Lake of the Ozarks area. somewhere. Yeah, I worked very hard to get rid of that. Yeah, so. mine is mine's just there. <laughs> Like, it's sometimes there, sometimes not. It depends. Like, I know that if I have certain people come on the show, and there's a, a big lineup of, like, like I've got two PhDs coming on in the next week, right? One's a, a history PhD, Western European history, and the other one's a geneticist. And uh, there's a lot to talk about and unpack with them. But then I also have friends that literally have never drank anything but bush light since the day they turned 16. <laughs> like, they don't hydrate you know, and right. so they're going to come on and then I'm going to just 
I'm, you know, I'm going to be a total hillbilly. I love that. I'm going to sound like Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs) I love that we have a a history professor with a PhD coming on, and we're going to talk to him about scary movies. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, well, the other one. Fuck history, man. Did you ever see Halloween? This dude, this dude, like, uh, no, he loves Halloween. That's like his favorite. That's mine too. Yeah, so you should come. Dude, apparently Dexter's coming back. I heard on and, Showtime, oh, limited series. Oh, yeah. yeah. He texted me the other day, and it's just like going crazy. So this guy who, uh, I guess this will be a promo for him. There you go. We're going to record in two days, Saturday night. Uh, he grew up in the Bronx in New York, and then uh, he uh, went, to, I think, the University of Virginia, got a Ph.D. in Western European history. And then, um, anyway... He's he's chronically ill. Has had uh, ulcerative colitis for who knows how long. Um, anyway, has had lots of surgeries and all this other stuff. Well, because of that, he definitely has to socially distance, and has spent a lot of time, like his free time, he he either is reading about history or he's watching movies. And sure. He, and of course, he loves horror movies. So, you know, during the the COVID crisis, because he was stuck at home, he couldn't even go teach at his college uh he did this thing he does like his own movie reviews on facebook or whatever but he had the the covid film festival and he would post uh, a like a picture of a dvd every night of some random horror movie and then write like a synopsis and review on it and people would that knew him and follow him uh would you know watch it and write their comments on it or whatever that's so a good idea that's what we're going to talk about i mean he's kept like his ticket stubs from like the 70s from some of these original movies that he went and saw in theaters you know so um we're going to talk about that i guess it is sort of history uh in a way yeah he's dude cinematic he, history i guess out of his freaking mind it, it's gonna be hilarious uh and then the other phd that's yeah i mean we'll have him on a lot he uh he's a geneticist he uh, got his phd at yale um, and I think the very first topic he wants to come on and talk about is, uh, how he thinks that modern universities are a criminal organization <laughs> and like how people don't need to go to college says the dude that has like, he's gone through like 24th grade, you know, <laughs> most people don't even make it through 12th. <laughs> he, he is a black belt in education. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's like one of the smartest people. I know he's met like. Uh, John Nash, you know, the guy that Russell Crowe played in A Beautiful Mind. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I think he met John Nash and a couple other, like, of those super freaky genius people that, you know, he's in that It's, in that it's crazy how that works, isn't it? Most of your biggest geniuses are also schizophrenic or they're some kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. It, it's yeah, like they sure. can't see the world the way that everybody else does because they're so fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's very strange. Well, I'm stupid and I have ADD, so <laughs> so you see the world just fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't have rose-colored glasses, man. No, I no. see. I, I mean, I do get off these crazy tangents. I know everybody. I dude, I, I did start taking some supplements. I back to the tangent thing um, because, like, I don't want to be limited when I do these conversations. Like, I need to probably be back on medicine to like be able to focus on everyday stuff, but. Also, that makes for boring conversation when you're a robot and you're just like dialed in, you know, and for me, like when I can get off on these tangents, like in the, the show with Leon, where I started talking about the Mick gangbang. Yes. You know, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> and they're delicious. So please sponsor us, McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll show ourselves eating Mick gangbangs on the show. Yes. Yeah, I wonder what other like. Bring fish fingers back yeah, for, bring, uh, for Leon. Bring fish fingers to the Midwest. He, he very much misses them. Yes. Uh, I wonder what other um, 
I wonder what other like off the menu stuff you can find at other restaurants. Like if someone's listening, if anyone is listening to this at this point, I mean, we're brand new, but if anybody's listening and you see this video, or oh, we're not video. We're not videoing this one. Videoing? We're not filming. Film, film, there we go. Video. Let's sound professional. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm a redneck, so leave me alone. My, I, don't, I don't speak American too good. Uh, yeah, if you guys, if there's anywhere you can comment and you know of any other crazy um, off-the-menu things, like at Arby's or wherever, I don't know why I keep going back to Arby's. It's yeah, it's, it's strange. We, we live in a, a very small town, but for some reason we have 40,000 fast food options <laughs> yeah, in know, this small town. So if there are secret menu items, odds are we have that fast food joint in this town, and we can go and, and test you know any comment we get about a special menu item, and then we'll come back and talk about it and be like, hey, such and such told us to go get this. They actually had it. It was fucking gross, but they had it. So. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just bring it on, and we could do a close-up film of me just eating. It'd be weird. Some yeah. people are into that, man. That's true, but that's kind of yeah. It's, it's weird. a niche market. Yeah. Let's let's not get into that. Well, <laughs> hey, whatever whatever it takes to to get some. Some content going. Okay, you'd be editing that one because yeah. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not editing film watching you fucking eat. It's <laughs> just weird. So weird. Yeah, that's the thing though. Is like we had that, the, I think all this started because we are all really pretty creative and we had made some. Really some of us too much though. Yeah. Well, you're really, you're a hell of a musician. And uh, once we, you know, get an opener, like some sort of riff or whatever we're going to put on here to open the show up or whatever, but you're going to do that. You're going to make sure. all this stuff. But yeah. you and I started writing some scripts for some like shows and whatnot. And anyway, we were like, well, we need to like get some content going. And this was uh, what seemed like the, the best thing to do. Cause you know, right now with all the social distancing and whatnot, everybody's like starving for content. And of course we're, we're we have a lot of a lot of uh, connections and people that we know that we can have some really good conversations, and so we got we got this started. But um, uh, my biggest thing was is we know about this girl who has a YouTube channel, and like you wouldn't expect it, and she has thousands and thousands of views. And yeah. some of we're not going to talk about what the content was or no, anything because we don't want to give know, it away. inadvertently call anybody out because it's yeah yeah. But it was but like very surprising, very very surprising. And I was like, well. If she can do it, I definitely can. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's partially how Three Board Guys was born. It was three dudes that literally just met each other through work and then through random conversations when we should have been working, we, <laughs> we, we pretty much came up with all these silly ideas and then somehow it coalesced. Yeah, and, and I think that was, yeah, here, I mean, it's pretty incredible because, you know, you're, you're a great musician, um, I have. I'm an lit- okay musician. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've heard. I mean, I've heard stuff you've written. It's good. Sure. Like you know, you can come up with with good music for like the horror sure. stuff yeah. genre and all that other stuff. You can just kind of you know rock that stuff out. So, and then Leon obviously has the the film editing skills and all the other stuff. And then there's me and I. You know, I'm kind of pretty, so I. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that's all I bring to the table. So that I actually did the podcast because I was like, that's what I can do. I can do this. Like I can, because I can hold a conversation about whatever because of the, the, so the ADD thing is like what it's really opened up for me is that I can't stay on topic for very long, but when I like it's 15 minute bursts that I get of attention for something. But the great thing is, is that once it's in my brain, it's there, right? It's there. Um, so 
it's a blessing and a curse, you know, obviously. And uh, my education, my background, I just have a bachelor's in, um, in uh, biochemistry. So there's a lot of science stuff going on. So it'll be fun to have like genetics people. And, and you know, the, the people I do know, I've got a couple of other people with PhDs that do research and like the, the, the geneticist I'm talking about, um, he, he's doing stuff on anti-aging, but like, as we go back to what we said earlier about how like really smart people are freaking crazy. Um, well, they're not crazy, but like, he's got a friend who is a legitimate psychopath like fair but is also <laughs> is also a geneticist and i was like hey man do you think he'd come on the show and he's like probably not he fucking hates everyone and i was like great me too uh, <laughs> he can literally come on and just roast me for 30 minutes mm -hmm. you know which it's gonna have to be a skype call because they're all up at, in at a very big university in a state not here a uh, state yeah I not wanna, to be I, named i mean i guess if they're okay with me telling them where they're at i just don't that's what I've been telling people is like, don't say anything career ending when you come Yes, please here. don't. Like, That's don't. why we don't talk about where we work. That's yeah. why we're not filming yeah. today. I have to go to work after this. And, and you would be able to tell <laughs> where I work yeah. if a, the video was, was I am attached. Sad. Like, I have this sweet shirt on, though, and it's like... Uh, it's Darth it, Vader as a samurai. As a samurai it's with the Death, with the Death Star behind it. Yeah, yeah, like the Japanese flag. It's Very dope. impressive. I got it at a jiu-jitsu tournament. I'm glad you didn't get pig shit on it. Yeah, no, I just I put this on after the shower. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, if I had got pig shit on it, we wouldn't be sitting in this small room talking. We'd right be now. butchering pigs right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. would be choking them out. Uh, yeah, man. Okay, so we've kind of introduced ourselves a bit uh or i i mean I, this is my fifth show sure um and I'll, I'll obviously be hosting all of them um so i need to ask you some questions about yourself oh boy are you okay with answering things <laughs> i'll let you know if i'm not okay <laughs> there was a there was a situation in which you grew up um are you oh okay? man are you okay with talking about it or no? I don't. I don't want to put you know put any pressure. To a yeah, to a small degree. I won't name names yeah, or anything name any, like that. Well, yeah, but. I mean Leon get, named everybody letters, and he went like this <laughs> That's is J true. and K, and then all of a sudden we're in the British Men in Black, yeah. and I'm, I That's was fair. so confused like the first part of the story. People are stabbing people. And, yeah. yeah. Was, wedding, why? wedding people, wetting people. Is that what? He, like, yeah, that's what I'm he, gonna wet him. I'm gonna wet him. I'm gonna like, wet him. What? What do you say? <laughs> that's what I mean by chocolate butter. It's like yeah. you don't know what he's saying, yeah. but somehow you love it. Like <laughs> yeah, you're so like that. That whole podcast, the first one about the the almost robbing a jewelry store, what was so funny. It's like he named people letters, and I couldn't tell. Like I was like, okay, I got to stop and make sense of this for everybody because I'm like trying to decipher. Because he's like, oh yeah, what are you saying? You know, you going on family? You know what? Eight, what we get on the bus? You know. You got a BMX looking borough, yeah. and you're like, "What the?" <laughs> Pedaled all the way home. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> for the, at the time, it was nothing. And it's yeah. like, I'm like, "Yeah, you you let yourself go, man." <laughs> <laughs> Too many fish sticks. Yeah, he's he's had a few. <laughs> Sorry, Leon. We love you. Yeah, we do. Sorry, you're not here to defend yourself. He'd probably wet us right now. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. It. it I, I don't. I still don't quite understand the wet him thing. It's like, I think are, make are, him are you, bleed. I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, it was like the whole. It's not it, some weird fetish thing, is it? No. So I've watched a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys don't get wet. Oh, you know. Yeah. Gross. You're, you're right. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> I've watched all the Harry Potter movies, uh, and I've heard the term jumper 
Uh, a, yes. And, and why yeah. I never Googled what that meant, I don't know. But he's like, and we wear jumpers. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> we were Wranglers. And well, you, you weren't the only one. I, I had no idea that a jumper was yeah. a sweater. So I, it is an educational show, and you're welcome. Yes, there you go. You will get some education on the Three Board Guys podcast. Okay, so we obviously just diverted a lot. <laughs> Again. Okay, tell, so tell us a little bit about how you grew up down by the lake. With all the meth Actually, that was meth a problem back then? Oh God, meth was always a problem down there. It's it's since when? I mean, I guess didn't Hitler since like they broke ground? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, since yeah. they crawled out of their cousin fucking cesspools? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> sorry everybody down there. I know yeah. you're not. We're we're just gonna say at the lake. We're not gonna say which lake. I already or, did earlier oh, in the God. show. I don't remember you saying anything. Yeah. Well, they all know we're in Missouri, so oh it, it, well, there's there's a lot of lakes in Missouri. Yeah, so. but there's the lake. Yeah, there is the lake. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. there's a whole show on Netflix about it. You should check it out. But <laughs> yeah, so that uh, there there could be a whole other podcast about that show, simply due to the fact that it's completely bullshit. <laughs> they didn't film it there. Uh, a lot of the stuff they say about the place is not accurate. I completely boycotted that show after the first episode because I was like, "You guys are full of shit." I lived there, and you're fucking lying. So, and I know they do that all the time, but not in my hometown. So, yeah, yeah that one kind of bothered me. But are you wanting to know about once I got to there, or are you wanting to know about earlier in my life in the situation that I grew up in? Yeah, like the the church. Yes, the cult. Yeah, okay, there we go. I didn't want to use the word. I didn't yes. want to offend anybody. So that was before I actually made it to the lake. Uh, I got to the lake in sixth grade, oh, so okay. I basically spent my childhood at the lake. It is at least the majority of what I remember. Um, but before that, yes, I was raised in a cult, and it was not your everybody's wearing pure white clothes and drinking Kool-Aid kind of cult. As far as I knew, it was literally just a church uh, that had a whole lot of functions other than just Sunday. And I won't name names, I won't name the name of the church or anything like that, but as far as I knew, it, it, it truly was just church because I, I didn't know any different. Um, you were like, you were like twelve. Sorry, I got muted. Uh, <laughs> you were like twelve at the time, right? No, Sixth I was. Grade? That's when I moved to the lake. Oh yeah, so, so it, was it was way before, before that. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. From okay. basically birth until oh, I don't know. I think I think my mother actually got us out of it. By the time I was, I don't know, seven, eight. So it's not like I was ingrained or indoctrinated into a cult. But to try to not make it an incredibly long story, the views they had were different in, in some ways. In some ways, they were very similar. They all believed in the Jesus and, and all that kind of stuff, but they also believed in some pretty wacky stuff, too. Like, can you give me a for instance? So, for instance, they firmly believed that at one point... Um, in some part of the future, there would be a sign from God and everyone would drop everything they have, including all their possessions and anyone that isn't related to the church and flee to Petra, leave everything and flee because that would be the place of safety over there across the sea. So in Jordan. Yes. Like the, the actual physical place, Petra. Okay. So if you guys don't know what Petra is, if you've ever seen Indiana Jones, the last crusade with Sean Connery, it's that big ass like building built into a side of a cliff and that's in jordan yes yeah 
And I, that's, they just, they called it the place of safety and they fully believed that it, that something would happen at some point. Now, remember I was a small child, so I'm sure there was a lot more detail to explaining all this, but I, I mean, I was drawing fucking pictures of Batman while the preacher was talking. I, I didn't pay attention. He could but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of their big, uh, I guess, doctrines that, that they believed in was that you would leave everything behind, including anybody. It, I don't care if your brother isn't a member of the church, you leave him behind and you, and you run. It's, yeah, you're it's, toast. Yeah. You leave everyone behind that isn't a part of the church. So it's not a traditional rapture where like, no. God's coming back and like the righteous people get sucked up and then all the sodomites get left here. And, yeah. Okay. No. As far as they were concerned, if you weren't a part of that specific church, you were a sodomite, no matter how good you are. So that's that's what they believed. <laughs> um, like, I, I, God, I remember times I'd get in absolute trouble uh, for like being a five-year-old drawing a picture of Santa Claus. I'd get fucking blasted. Because Santa Claus was blasphemous, you know, it's like... Really? Oh, God, yeah. I was never allowed to believe in Santa Claus. Knew right from the start. Um, none of that. Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, you name it. No, nothing. It was... All that stuff was blasphemous. So, there was a lot of strict um, bullshit <laughs> that happened in that church, so... Ruined childhood ruining bullshit. It would have been if my mother didn't have the, the forward thinking to get us the fuck out of there. Right. And she so did. she was brought into it by her parents. Yes, her father, basically. Um, so she got us out of there, and I grew up never knowing that, <laughs> that that was a cult. I had no idea until my early 20s when I found the church again, ended up going to a Baptist church, uh, and this was at the lake. Started talking to somebody from the church about, you know, things that you know, that I believed because I had been indoctrinated to those beliefs and didn't know that they were, you know, cult doctrine. Um, and they were like, dude, you need to go talk to the pastor because there's something, you know, fucked in your head. You need to get over that Yeah, shit. you need to figure your out... kids need yeah, to believe something, in something, Exactly, right? So Have some fun. He, <laughs> I sat down with him and told him, and I'm like, why, why is everybody... You know, giving me shit. Obviously, I'm not saying these words to a pastor, but I would. <laughs> I was very much in, into the church at the right. time. But I'm like, okay, why is everybody you know looking at me sideways because I'm saying this? And he's like, yeah, what was the name of the church? And I told him, he's like, yeah, that's a cult. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I talked to him more about it, researched it a little bit, and I'm like, fuck me, I grew up in a cult. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <Nice>. So. <laughs> So I pretty much kept that on the down low until I fell out of the church again and, you know, gave up on the whole religious thing. Or I like to think of it as I got too smart for the religious thing. And <laughs> or let's just say I got to to each their own, man. If you're if you're a Jesus lover, I've got nothing but love and respect for you. I just personally don't, you know, that's just not my thing. But uh my my several members of my family, uh, most notably my mother and and my brother uh, are still very much into the church, into religion, and I've, you know, I got nothing but love for them. Yeah, I think, like, I think it is important. Um, I do, I, what I do love about church is that uh, they, no, and, and I, I kind of see this almost across most religions where, um, you know, the fellowship aspect of everything, where they let you come in and they don't really, they take, they take everybody, especially in the yeah. Christian faith. But I mean, yeah, I, you know. Um, 
Oh, and of course, I can only speak for the Christian faith because I was raised Christian. Um, we jumped from a lot of j- different denominations of churches when I was a kid. My dad grew up Catholic, his family, his side's Catholic, and then my mom's side's Baptist, and I grew up confused. And so, uh, <laughs> naturally, yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, I think that I can't really speak for all the other religions because I don't. We don't see that here. We're in, no. the, we're in the freaking Midwest, man. Right. Like, Almost everybody's a Baptist or a Catholic here. Yeah. And if yeah. you if you go up to the city, like if you go up into Kansas City, you're gonna find like mosques and and yes, absolutely. And all that other stuff. But and like, if, I'll probably have him on. We have I have a really good uh, friend that we consider family. He was a, a translator. He's an Afghani um, uh, person, and he was a translator for the Marine Corps. And obviously, you know, my family we have a lot of military time, mm-hmm. myself included. And uh, ap- like after he got done translating for a family member of mine over there who was pretty high ranked, um, they-, they brought him and his family over here, and they're they're Muslim, and they still continue that faith while they're here. And uh, it's I I have not I don't know enough. I'm I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to most other faiths other than Christianity. Um, I mean I I read that book cover to cover as a kid. So, um, but it seems that you know. They're pretty peaceful people, you yeah. Know? Uh, uh, and and he he's a great dude. I want to have him come on and just talk about you know what life was like in in Afghanistan before the war and and uh, you know Islam and all that other stuff because you know I know that in in, my, in our faith or the Christian faith is like bring on everybody, right? Know? But I don't know. I think that the media, the way things are skewed and the way things are are brought. Uh, to you know, kind of get everybody rallying behind the the troop the troops and the flag waving and all the other stuff. I think that it's probably been a pretty unfair message to oh, yeah. other faiths. Because Absolutely, I've literally like I've met people of every faith. I've been in fifteen different countries, and I've I've yet to see somebody who has been. And obviously, there's extremists everywhere. I mean, like look at the West. in every religion, yeah, in every, every religion, one of them. But mm-hmm. I would say across the board, you look at like that extremism, maybe and. 10% uh, in in each religion where you have those cults like yours or like the Westboro Baptist. What do you mean mine? They're not mine. It's, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I didn't have a choice, man. But I was like two feet tall. Yeah. Like the Westboro Baptist Church, not to call uh, them out, but those fucks, like, dude. You call them out all day. They, yeah, they're not worth anything. Shit, yeah. Them. Uh, but like, yeah, like, you know, so I think, but I think that where I was going with is like, I think this, the social fabric that we have as a society has just been torn apart, especially in the last two decades with like the invention of social media and all that. Well, you're not really socializing. You're not really sitting down like you and I are right now and having a conversation. No, we don't have a phone in our hand. Yeah. So, but you know, (laughs) like if you have, if you go to like a lot of Wednesday night churches and stuff, like the, the Methodist church here in town. We used to go there when I was a teenager and I could drive. They had food. Yeah. And we would go uh-huh. there and we would just like eat casseroles and stuff that these nice church ladies would make. And one of my buddies, like, that was like, he did his his home life sucked, man. He basically lived here with us and like ate at our house every night of the week except for Wednesdays because he could go to the church, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's a really good and an important thing. So I don't think I should be ever be exclusive of, of any of it. No, I, I, and I don't either. And, and I, I'll poke fun at, at certain things about religion, uh, but at its core, Christianity or, or any religion uh, is a beautiful thing. It, it, if you put aside the beliefs and the the parts of it where people can get very judgmental, if you put all that aside, strip it straight down to nothing more than how it makes you feel as a person, 
It's a beautiful thing. It's important. It, it's, it's very important. important, and it's it's something that it doesn't matter in the end if you're right or you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. In the end, if you're a Christian, in the end, if you're right, you're going to heaven. If you're wrong, nothing happens, and you never know that nothing happened because you're dead. Yeah. If you're not a Christian, you die. If you're right, nothing happens, and you never know it. And if you're wrong, you are fucked. <laughs> so really, the they kind of have the, the the safer side. I'm so. going back to church. <laughs> exactly. I, I and, would, but I work yeah. every Sunday. So, right, yeah, you know, me too, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's the thing. And I, there are people, like, you know, this... I would say, like, this geneticist that's going to come on the show, like, he's very openly like, nope, dude, that's dumb. He's like, you die, and it's just nothing. It's nothing. Like, there's nothing out there. But I, I'm so into conspiracy theories and everything like that. For me, like, I have to have, like, there's an end state, right? Like, there was times in my life where I was, like, so depressed and whatnot, and I'm like, dude, I just, want to, I just want this to be done. You know, I want this to be done. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to pop out of existence like it never happened, right? Which is a sad way to live your life. Yeah, It's a absolutely. very sad way to live your life. But there's so many different, like, theories, and I know... Dude, I'm about to go off the rails again. I'm sorry, everybody. We we've gone a long way since past the cult at this point, so okay, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> bear with me. Okay, so there's like the theories of like how Einstein and Tesla and all these people were like connected somehow into something greater, like the cosmos or whatever. And that goes even further back, all the way back to the ancient Egyptians, the Mayans, all creating architecture that is exactly the same from oceans apart there's that connection goes Dude, way back further obviously you listened to the quentin episode but here's the thing to be honest i knew all that long before oh, yeah, the quentin yeah, episode but he he uh he was very articulate about it i loved it but yeah. sorry go I'm ahead reading, yeah i just started reading the book called the chariot of the gods and it's like um it's basically on that you know and i i was talking about a book um the cosmic serpent dna and the origins of life or whatever Anyway, it was, I told you about this guy. He was a sociologist, took ayahuasca with some natives and they, you know, hallucinated, whatever. And there's like all these theories about DMT. Um, I've never done hallucinogens. Like, I don't do drugs because, like, obviously my mind is bizarre and I would be terrified of what would happen. Like, if, if you open up that portal, like there's not you're not going to get me back. Um, yeah, it's it would be an incredibly dangerous <laughs> proposition very, very for dangerous. you. Like if you would you would need to like put me in the middle of the wilderness and like have cameras on like a drone flying over just keeping yeah, track of me because like to. I would yeah. flip out and run probably if I started seeing stuff and like they just yeah. you have to wait till I was I came down so I don't do that stuff. But the thought process is this that like one DMT is something that is in your brain, your brain already does produce it, right? And it might have something to do with just perception and your reality. Your there's a theory that your reality is nothing more than a hallucination based off of these chemicals, right? So then, if you overload on DMT, which is found in like ayahuasca and whatnot, that either one you're just having a real hallucination. So there's a difference between like a pseudo hallucination and like a real hallucination. Like a pseudo hallucination is like if you drop acid. Acid is a I can't remember the chemical compound what its its specific name is, but it's a synthetic hallucinogen. So you're hallucinating and you know you're hallucinating, right? But with DMT, you're legitimately hallucinating because your brain is built to accept that that chemical, right? Because you already do produce it. 
And so there's two thought processes, either like you're going to open up your mind and expand your mind more, or you're actually connecting with something out there greater than you, right? And then there's this other thought called, there's these things called biophotons, okay? This was also in that book, and I, I'm like, again, it's it's an inch deep and a mile wide here because um, I haven't dug in far enough, but like photons are one, they're particles, and two, they're energy, right? And that's how light's transmitted from like the sun and everywhere else is through photons. Your body from your DNA uh, creates photons. So does your, or so does every other living creature, right? Right. And they've taken these light amplification, uh, this light amplification technology and they've like put things in pitch black and dark like at the bottom of a mine where light can't penetrate. And then they use these light amplification tools and they can like look at a plant. Plants emit way more biophotons than, than animals do, but like they 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 glow. They really do. Mm-hmm. Like plants and everything else glow. And so then you look at like the string theory and the M theory and all that other stuff, how everything is interconnected throughout the universe, whether it's like dark matter or gravitons or um, matter and all these other things, they're all interconnected. And so you as a light emitting creature are connected to everything else through these bio photons or through photons, right? So then if you think about that, the my way of looking at it is the universe is one it could be one big brain right there could be all of the knowledge that can ever be and ever will be is out there and it could be like you you look at how your brain works it's like firing on electrical signals mm-hmm. um which is a flow of basically electrons uh down little wires inside your neurons, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as like, think about that concept, but on a grand scheme where like the entire universe is, um, is all connected through these particles, right? So it's like one big brain. Well, these people that are like super geniuses are, are somehow their brain connects to everything in a different way than yours or mine does. And they're able to pull and conceptualize things like on advanced, like um, theoretical physics and things like that, that they pull those ideas from the universe. Like Einstein wrote like his three theories in like in a calendar year, you know? So it's like, was he just doing mushrooms or what? But, uh, so in, in that in that way, and you look at interdimensionality and all that stuff, there could possibly be a heaven. There could be, there are greater creatures than us, or there is a God. So it all comes back to what, you know, you don't know. We don't know. And so I think letting people do what they want to do and what they want to believe in is super important. And so anyway, I that's went good. really crazy. That's good. No, I that's went good. really crazy. It kind of, it kind of, everything you said, uh, wrapped kind of tightly into, and I think I've told you before, the premise of a uh, of another story that I was writing, only you said it much more scientifically and eloquently. And to me, it's just the whole premise of that story was the fact that we are uh, at our very core energy. That's, that's, that's what we are. Mm-hmm. And energy cannot be destroyed. Right. So once, you know, this body's gone, that energy has to go somewhere. And, and that was kind of the premise. Of course, I took it on a much bigger fictional you know thing to make a story interesting but i remember telling you one time that if you took uh 
all the people that ever lived on this planet from the very first human until right now, if you took every one of them and you took all their energy after they died, every one of them would have, could have their own planet and you would have only enough people to cover a quarter of the planets that are in our Milky Way galaxy alone. Right. So there's so much space out there that if your energy uh, ended up meeting up with, I don't know, like you said, there could be higher beings out there. The premise of that entire story was, you know, you get your own planet, you get to do whatever you want, but then it becomes, are you God? Yeah, you're the God yeah. of your planet. Exactly. So it, it's it's kind of a, something like that. Of course, I was going to stay completely away from the, the whole God and spiritual thing, but the fact is there are 40 billion different theories about what happens to you after you die, and... In the end, religion, in my opinion, if you boil it down completely, religion is all about making people feel okay with dying. That's, that's what it is. And whatever puts you at peace, just drop my phone, whatever puts you at peace when you're living your life and stops you from being afraid of dying for your entire life, because if you're just afraid of dying your whole life, you're never going to live. So whatever stops you from being afraid of dying, whether that's believing in heaven or energy or getting your own fucking planet believe it believe whatever you want because as long as you're not scared of dying you can live your life and that's that's what it's all about it's it's all about being able to live without living in fear and that's it well i like that man uh you know i again i'm never gonna sit here and tell people what to do what to believe it's not my place um i have my i have my belief system and i'm gonna i'm gonna live by that you know but anyway Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we went you. way off rails uh, like, yeah. the whole well, time. I was just going to title this one. Random conversation yeah, to introduce nothing, the third board guy. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, not talking about anything in particular, you know. So that was fun. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's peace out. Peace and food. All right, everyone. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, go to threeboardguys.com if you want to check out social media or any business propositions. Send to the number three boardguysentertainment at gmail.com. Thanks again.